0: to the wise men say podcast um it's a roker cast this thursday we're not in it's not a mag cast we're in the shadow of the stadium of light we aren't are, we matthew virtu- we are,
1: virtually are yeah
0: in the in the backyard of roker park almost in my backyard <laughs> well <laughs> we literally are we're in matthew's house is this the first time the pod's been in your house yeah
1: yeah it is uh so welcome to my
0: house. <laughs> welcoming the <laughs> listeners into your house. Um, basically what we're going to do today, because we don't have a, a match on Saturday um, at the weekend, what we sometimes do on the Thursdays when we don't have a game preview is just to kind of look back at the season so far, which we, <laughs> you had the idea you <laughs> on Monday, didn't yeah, you, Matthew? Gonna, yeah,
1: so we were going to do this anyway, and then we thought that we would definitely do it after, was it? When was it? It's so
0: Tuesday. Tuesday when everything started to happen. In um, the space of about 15 minutes. Yeah, it was fun. It made like, the latter part of the work and day really yeah, go over quickly, really good, didn't it? it? Um, so obviously the, there's been the news this week about, um, first of all, what came out was the takeover looking um, fragile. Um, but the big major news, of course, which we time to digest now, is the sacking of Jack Ross, um, which has been talked about on the reaction pod that um, Gareth Craig and Mickey did after the Grimsby game. Um, you yeah, have had a game as well. <laughs> yeah,
1: but that, that's a waste of time I wasn't <laughs> yeah. there. <so>. Yeah, <laughs> I me mean, neither.
0: don't care about that. Um, although Greg's scoring, Grace. Yeah, lovely Chris. cross from Denver Hume. Um, hopefully the fire being reignited. Um, so... It's been a big week. Um, I think fair to say for me and you, Matthew, we both thought it was the right time for us to go.
1: Yeah, I think if you listened after the Bolton game, I I think that was when it, it really lost... The, the Peterborough game arguably was a, was a terrible performance, but it was almost... Yes, we've had... People will probably point out that, yes, we had at the end of last season bad performances, but that, that Peterborough one, there was nothing as bad as that. Yeah. South End, maybe, but that I think we'd all given up by then. Yeah. I think everyone was drunk on the pitch as well as in the stands <laughs> at then Um yeah. No, no, sorry, go ahead. Um, but, yeah, so that Peterborough one, although there, there were people after that game... Like reactionary, probably saying, like oh, he, he should go after this." I think the Bolton game was the one where, for me, def- like definitely, he, he. Knew. I, I, I personally would have would have gone with it then. Uh, we then had the MK Dons game, which we won, and the Sheffield. There's no, no pressure it, on him, famously it, after it, the it, MK, it, MK Dons famously game. Famously, no pressure on him at all after the MK Dons game, and then, yeah, having, it was just strange with the whole timing of it. But I, I think if you if you take away the 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 other thing that was going on at the time, I don't think anyone can really have any qualms with him, with him being dismissed. Really, I think it went on. It went on too long. If anything,
0: yeah, yeah, it was it was odd to get to Tuesday, wasn't it? And after that, you'd kind of thought, well, if they were gonna sack him, it probably would have been Sunday or, or Monday because the Lincoln game was so
1: appalling. It was terrible. It was really catastrophically bad. And
0: we've never really surrendered like that. Apart from maybe, like you were saying, that that game against Southend and the Peterborough game, we never really had those surrenders no, under Jack Ross, did we?
1: No, and the Peterborough one as well. We had nine men for for a portion mm. of it. Um, obviously, not for the whole game, and we were, I think, three 0 down at the time. But even yeah. even then, we didn't then go and concede four or five. No, no. So. You know. Where whereas we could have against Lincoln, where? like 2-0 flattered us in the end. Well, um I forgot that they missed the penalty. Yeah. Sunday, one Sunday morning when my nan had reminded me reminded, to remind me. They missed the penalty as well, oh, yeah, they did, yeah. Just <laughs> trying to blank
0: out as much of the game as possible. Um but to like kind of look back at the start of the season and how we got here, it has been even though we're only like just gone three months into the season now. We start one one big problem we've we've had well not big problem but issue we've had especially since Madge leaving has been the lack of identity and the lack of style of play, which Ross did attempt to address at the start of the season that Oxford game yeah. and Ipswich when we played three five two but
1: mm.
0: a very ill advised because as we've touched on on the pod many times we didn't have the personnel to do it we were playing Connor McLaughlin at centre half we were playing. Lyndon Gooch at fullback or nine, that Ipswich game where he played three different positions, which happened again against Lincoln as well. Um, But then we moved on to that Portsmouth game and we went to a more suited style and got a good win and did the same thing against Rochdale Rochdale as well.
1: And Accrington as well.
0: Yeah, Accrington. Very like yeah. later on, obviously. Yeah, sure. But in the Cup against Accrington yeah, 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 as well. That was yeah. the first the first yeah. win of the season. That
1: was, an, in it, that was an important win, actually. Well, it probably hasn't proven to be so. No, but, that, f- but it but at the felt time, big. Yeah, I think that, that, that whole three at the back thing was the beginning of the end, looking back on yeah. it for him. Because he, quite rightly, gave up on it after a couple of yeah. games. <laughs> but we played it all through pre-season. And it just it was, he obviously made up his mind that that was the way mm. he wanted to play, and I uh, was at two games it lasted. Two games, yeah.
0: Cause
1: well, he he mid- bent it, it at time in the Ipswich game, so it didn't he? Game and a half, yeah. It, it it was it was nothing short of a disaster. We looked terrible, but enough. But I think he obviously tried to implement like what he wanted to do on the team, and then it became apparent that. And and then it looked bad because he he, he abandoned his wave yeah. that he wanted to play after like however many minutes a game and a half of football is hundred and twenty. <laughs> and it goes nice Matt It goes back to recruitment
0: as well, doesn't he? He was playing this and didn't clearly didn't have the players to do it. And obviously Ross has a part of playing that, I, I, I know we talk about like the recruitment being terrible, and sometimes kind of sounds like we're absolving Ross as a, as a fan base. Sometimes, I think, um, certainly, I'm no, I know I'm a big guilty of it myself, of like absolving Ross of blame for that. He's not totally blameless, but the repeater behind the scenes, who to be honest, he probably doesn't feel to uh, have helped him in his job and, and hindered him because we needed that other centre-half. We were playing Conor McLaughlin there. He didn't look comfortable. We were playing a system that need massively relied on wing-backs. We didn't have wing-backs. And yeah. we don't... I know players like Maguire and or 9 recently when he's been able to play in midfield have kind of shown that they can operate in a number 10 role. McNulty to a lesser extent, but yeah. his joy at Coventry came from playing directly up front. So again, three five two kind of needs someone who's going to link things up. And we just didn't have the personnel for it. So the recruitment's been... I don't want to say terrible because we signed so like Jordan Willis for example, came in in the summer yeah. and looks
1: fine so far. Yeah, he's look he's I think he's looked quite good. I, I would say I wouldn't say terrible, but I would say it was poor. Yeah, underwhelming. Under yeah, like I think in the summer I I think we are we are a worse squad than we were last season. Well, absolutely. And I mean, you just look at left back for that. Yeah,
0: losing Oviedo. Um, Reese James, Rhys <laughs> well, James.
1: Like, th- that's the most baffling decision yeah. anyone has ever made in the history of the world. Scored at the weekend, didn't he, I believe? Uh, yeah, Again. probably. Yeah. Yeah. I Again. know,
0: there's a thousand Reese Jameses in football, so maybe I'm yeah. thinking of one of the other the one, ones.
1: The one at Chelsea is really good. We didn't, unfortunately, Should have signed him. <laughs> unfortunately, he <laughs> didn't, didn't have Well, he was at, he was at Wigan last year. Mm. We'll come on that, surely. Um, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I think like, that was just baffling. Oviedo, you, you could understand, was obviously going to go at the end of the season, but... The the Reece James thing to give him a new contract and then sell him to like Doncaster for eight fifty p a pound yeah is like <laughs> I just didn't get
0: it and, then, and I think no like Reece James was just fine yeah oh well he he wasn't like let's not like rewrite history he wouldn't set he no. didn't set the world like but you rarely like came out of a game. Fuming at him. I, I don't know think him, anyone
1: was wanting to chase him out well, the door. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, is you know he's
0: had he's had two games. One way he's looked good, and one way he played terrible. But Lawrence De Bock's probably not going to be. A, and I know again De Bock was a free, but again it was like it was last minute, and it means it's play who's coming in at right? the last minute, and it's it's not having your side settled like as you're going into the season. It's just it paints a bit of a chaotic picture, which I think is quietly well it's kind of coming to the surface now with mainly the takeover looking well apparently it is still on um you know no one's said it's officially off but it kind of paints this chaotic picture behind the scenes that's just kind of slowly risen to the top now that we're kind of seeing aren't we
1: yeah i think like that the signing of the box sums that up yeah like that that is when it's become really evident he plays that he's got like really bad blisters on his (laughs) feet like Honestly, like on Saturday, you're watching him, and he was just shocking. Yeah, like, appallingly bad. He, he, he. I've never seen a left a left back beaten so comfortably. I mean, mm. he was booked after like six minutes or something. Great.
0: Just a bit the- of a fan of that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But
1: if you'd have seen the challenge, you would have been equally. But it was a great
0: one of our prospective oh, managers actually might like- be a big
1: fan of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was like the Cena style challenge. <laughs> but I've never But it was just. Like t- touching on his play, he was just <clears throat> square on to the yeah. winger at all times. Like, I could have put a ball past him. Mm-hmm. Like, so there, there you go. <laughs> but
0: yeah. to, to kind of again, like, go back to our sort of looking at the season. We came, obviously, we had that paper game where we just got absolutely annihilated at the end of August. But that did come after quite a comprehensive performance against Wimbledon, where we should have won about. Six one, really? <laughs> yeah,
1: like <laughs> it was. It was three one, wasn't
0: it? It yeah. was Maguire's hat trick. Yeah,
1: that's right. Yeah, so we, that we played well.
0: They were crap, and that showed you more of what we looked like at the start of the season, and that yeah. put you after that kind of, you know, coming off the back of that and the win against Portsmouth. I know Portsmouth are having a poor season now, but that was a massive game going into that, and that really put your faith back in. Like, right, hopefully things are going to settle yeah. down now, and at that time thinking we'll get a couple more players in, whatever. And the Peterborough game derails that, but then we get back on track with
1: um, the win against Accrington. Um yeah. That was three, one and a half time, wasn't it? And then... Finished, finished three one. Obviously,
0: the slightly the performance. The,
1: there were the, there were a lot of murmurs. There. I think if we, you know what? Though I think if, looking back, if we'd have, if we'd have gone then when we went to Peterborough and had that performance and one three one, I don't think it would have been touched on nearly as much. Oh no, no, no! I no. think it, and obviously we called the Burton game off. Yeah. So there were two weeks between, between that. that that's and right. yes, we'd won, but I think everyone as well was aware of how bad Accriton are yeah. because we'd already beaten them. Yeah. Um yeah, it was a win and it was you know, you, you can't moan too much after it like you do feel a bit strange criticising after you yeah. win the game, but it that was that things were starting to become apparent then really after the it was gonna yes, it it's gonna now be difficult for the manager because mm-hmm. we're gonna have to go now and beat Rotherham or whoever it was, 6 0 yeah we're gonna yeah, we're gonna yeah, have yeah. to throw really
0: somebody and that Rotherham game to be fair, we started like a house on fire. we were excellent yeah. and kind of like always when a manager goes, you kind of look at those little like f- fine margins, those little like sort of sliding doors moments McGeady's penalty yeah, against Rotherham yeah. had he stuck that away, we'd have gone on to win that game and you know even like the confidence the momentum that could have snowballed from that that could have really if that goes in Ross could.
1: Well, still yeah, be manager
0: now yeah. and i know football's like that and you could say that for every single manager that's lost their job but that was such a pivotal moment
1: it, well it, it was well, to be honest i was away for that game so i, di- I didn't i didn't see it but uh i, I was chatting i didn't even buy it because be <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I was i was chatting i was obviously following the feed and we got a penalty uh i was i said to, to, to betty at the time i was like oh got a penalty and you could just tell that was the that was the way the game was going. Yeah, like, well, yeah, like yeah. get this, and it's going to be four or five. yeah. No, yeah. it's great. I'm like, buy the second half. Worth <laughs> 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 the five, then five then we, euros we, on then it. And we missed it, and it was literally like handy-handy. Like, like, oh, Yeah. No. And uh, you knew. Like, you just knew. Uh, you felt it in the you, stadium as well. And it, that's so typical of, of us. Yeah. Like, like, we've done it, like, not just penalties, but, like, even, like, just pulling one out, out, out the air here. When he played Leeds under Grayson, hit the bar and they went down the other yes. end and scored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it always it happens several times a season. <laughs> like, well, it was the reason
0: for all the 1 1 draws at the end of last season, wasn't it? And it's just not killing games off. And it's there's an accumulation of those moments, I guess, with that, that McGeady penalty. You could probably find another five or six of them in Ross's tenure. And that's what's done it, done it for him. I know he, he mentioned in his. Um, His statement, which we'll probably touch on towards the end, that he released through the LMA, the Data League Managers Association about one only one league defeat at the stadium of Lice yeah um, obviously that Coventry oh, game if you're going to have one defeat let's concede five but score four <laughs> let's have a let's let's make it like when you get home from a night out and play fifa and i get you've got to have a punishment for like a, take a shot every time there's a throw in that's we'll what that game was yes it? yeah exactly um so you know th- it's it's not defeat that's done it from it's it's that not killing games off which i'm sure everyone knows about we don't need to drill that one home but we came off the back of that Rotherham game, and then it was that horrible, toxic. Like it, but, I don't think like it's you can really sum it up if you weren't there. But that is, I've had some like horrible time supporting Sunderland. But that was like a day like it was just a horrible day to be not to be not to be a fan. I don't want to like be too grandiose about it, but to be at the match, yeah, it
1: was awful. It was it was really really horrible, and I, like the, you don't want to like dig out. Fans and that, but you could tell at the, at the time there were people that had given up on him. Yeah, and it was it was at that point, no matter what happened, people were almost like there were times there's like, some people next to me where like Flanagan was like I think he he sliced the ball out of play and it was almost like you pleased he's done that, aren't you? Yeah, Like yeah. Because he, he I we, I get it. And and I wanted him gone at that point as well, but you know there was a way of showing that yeah. we didn't really do that. Very well.
0: It's not. It's not during the ninety minutes. It's not.
1: It? I never. It, it, and I don't think it. To an extent, I don't think it ever should be.
0: And you know there are managers we've had in our in our history, especially in our recent history, who to be honest have deserved that. Like yeah. you know, like some absolute charlatans through the door, Jack Ross doesn't deserve that
1: no he's a good he's a, he's a, he's a good man yeah right? we, we, I think we've spoken on a couple of occasions and he's been nothing but yeah. a, a decent bloke and I think not having said that that performance at Bolton was horrific oh there's no excuse
0: in it and you know he you were looking at him and you could tell he, he looked lost arguing with officials and things like that it, it, it's that kind of thing when you know a manager's you going. he's
1: doing that Him, he's done, he's done it the weekend Nathan Jones yes, doing that yeah. Com- but like on a completely another level like to the point where he's arguing with himself <laughs> well it's working now the one beat Swansea didn't it <laughs> get him in it well. well yeah he did great job, job with Luton
0: last year kind of yeah. for half of it Um, but yeah you don't want to see it coming to that point and that's what made actually that victory over MK Dons, which again was another one where, you know, we scored two really nice goals. Conceded a, a bit of a silly one, bizarre goal. a really bizarre one. Um, but it was nice to kind of. Just it it eased things a little bit, didn't
1: it? Well, completely, if you listen to the well, yeah. There's
0: no, 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 M. Keelan 2019, no pressure on Jack Ross 10 days later. How much
1: pressure is there now on him, Matthew? None for me. Um, no, that was that was another one where, yeah, it was 2 1, and yeah, they pulled it back. We were never gonna, I never felt like we were not gonna win the game. It was, it it was frustrating because again, it's another game where, where you think you look back and you think we could have won that 6 0. Like, oh yeah, and it's, it's different, isn't it? Yeah, like you know, I think I think it would it had probably gone, but I think it it was it was at that point one bad result away. Yeah,
0: to he needed to he needed to score on a run, didn't he? And obviously, and, what
1: and then we arrived at since bank. Yeah. <laughs> well, we beat
0: Sheffield United yeah. as well. And yeah. another thing we've actually not touched on, to be fair, is that oh, the yeah, exactly, beaten two Premier League sides. Which I think again, he mentioned in his statement today, and and rightly so, to good performances that, unfortunately, in the case of the Sheffield United one, didn't give us the momentum that we needed, really, and say we arrived at Sinsel Bank, and I, I I wasn't at the game, I know you were, Matthew, so you can probably speak more to this, this time last season we were kind of rocking up with places like that, and not necessarily... Winning the games, but everyone was buoyant. Everyone was really enjoying it, and I know that that's because the novelty of League One was was still very much theirs. It was early in the season, and we hadn't been through a rocky patch yet. But it felt like there was no kind of that silly daft excitement leading nah. up to the Lincoln game.
1: It was like it was the same weekend as Bradford was last yeah, season, yeah. and obviously we, we went to that yeah. and had a great weekend. We had, we had a, like we had a, a really nice time in <laughs> Bradford. Um, Bradford fans didn't. Yeah, we well, yeah, we almost got knocked out. <laughs> Some lovely mouthing off. Yeah, but uh, no, but it was completely different. Obviously, you going away, they like, enjoyed the day and stuff. I went down with my uncle, normal, really, yeah. train cans, which people are trying to ban bizarrely. Really? Yeah, I seen uh, maybe eating and drinking. Oh yes, yes. So oh. that's a bad idea. But um, yeah, we um, a few beers like Lincoln. We met up with a few of the lads from from the pod. Lincoln, Lincoln itself is quite nice, but there was yeah. none of the like giddiness yeah. like stupidity yeah, yeah. That, that was going on last season and we, I don't know like a lot of that was taken out by the like the ridiculous entry system that they had I've heard about this talk about like expand this a bit more because <laughs> it's just like bizarre so when you the ground itself is in a different area of Lincoln compared to this the nice city centre okay and it, it's it's very tight very compact. And there are three or four turnstiles, and they're all at one side of the away end. Okay, So I don't know if you've yeah. ever seen Lincoln on the telly, but the away end, Yeah, you yeah. can see people coming in. Now, that is the only entrance to wow. the end. And there's like a <laughs> ropey calf selling burgers and that. Yeah. And that's it, really. And, uh, yeah, so they, there was a queue when we got there at about half two, 20 to three. Yeah. Um, and the queue then was ridiculous. Sniffer dogs. Mm. Proper pat-down searches. Fair enough. But it was just this edge to to yeah, the way like yeah. the the and then obviously I, I, turned, I said to my uncle, this is going to be chaos in yeah, ten yeah. minutes' time, yeah. and sure enough I think they gave up on the searches, but there's just not enough i I think part of the issue is I think quite often in in for Lincoln games that stands split in half right, so I think that that, that obviously is the away yeah. half and then they've got this metal gate. At the yeah. other side, which would obviously open to allow home fans yeah, to come yeah. in and divide it in half. But it's just totally unacceptable. No, no, absolutely. Like, like To the point where it becomes like a health and safety. You went to Leeds, didn't you, when we played them in the championship? Yes. That
0: had a weird thing. I remember like getting yeah. there at the ground at about half in. two, and it yeah. took because that's the first time we've, we we'd played Leeds at Elland Road <laughs> since they moved us to the side. Because yeah. if you remember, we used to be behind that yeah. that goal Only at that I've end.
1: Only away end I've ever been in with carpets in the concourse. Yes, Grace, minging, big fan,
0: of, big bring that back. To be honest, I think we need that in the concourse at the stadium like. of
1: Put some yeah, some nice shag pile carpets.
0: Yeah, in. lovely. Like that'd be great when. when Someone's inevitably sick, of, which will have happened in that Leeds away end, by the way.
1: Oh yeah, I, mean, I was sick at the performance. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, we drew one-one that day at Leeds. Wasted, was right. Well done, but still, in,
0: in that, in the context <laughs> of that season, I don't know why we talk about this season <laughs> and logistics of various away ends.
1: Yeah, but anyway,
0: <laughs> yeah. So Lincoln, yeah, Sinsel Bank is is a
1: death trap. <laughs> yeah,
0: don't go to don't go to Lincoln, basically. Um, but that's all. Sorry, old. visit Lincoln. <laughs> yeah, fuming with us, the Lincoln it tour. It. Hope they're not oh, the ad. It has, it has a really steep hill. <laughs> yeah, oh, I've heard. I heard about the steep yeah. hill. Was it as steep? Well, from all reports I've heard, Wait, it, it was as a old steep, st- steep hill. Yeah, yeah the name reason. of the hill
1: for a reason. And you get there, and you're like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Nah,
1: I can do this. I can do this, and then, uh, yeah, and then, oh no. Is there anything like on it? Is it like oh, just a street? Oh well, there you go. Well, there's a pub at the top. Or just one pub. So there's not pubs I'm on the way like, out. I'm, like, I'm I'm being facetious. The the cathedral I wanna know exactly what Steve Hill's like. Steve Hill is a it's a bit like the shambles oh, right, okay. in York. Yeah. Which is quite apt really, due Yeah, to the yeah, performance yeah exactly. <laughs> just the performance. But by how <laughs> how difficult it is to get into the end. <laughs> just the Lincoln generally, really. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, the cathedral's at the top. It's really nice. Oh, well, great. Go so, so go there, but just don't go Go to the cathedral. Go to. Go, go, you know Go to Lincoln. It's nice. <laughs> just Not for a match. Don't go to the ground. Great. That's rubbish.
0: Let's <laughs> 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 visit Lincoln. I hope they are the aircast as air- Visit most of Lincoln. Visit most of Lincoln unless you're Jack Ross and you're wanting to keep your job.
1: Well, yeah, because he had a bad time. He did.
0: We've had a very bad time, but not as bad as his Tuesday, where apparently <laughs> he
1: Tuesday
0: was. was so Jack Ross rocks up for work, and you know, plenty of managers will have rocked up for work thinking, oh, today could be the day. He takes training, and then it sounds like he was just.
1: Can I have a word, Jack?
0: Yeah. <laughs> And, it, you know, he probably thinks, oh, God, this isn't going to be good. But I guess, like, in modern football, managers kind of know right, yeah. before that happens. And apparently, like, he got sacked and then his staff were told. And and it does seem like, and I know, like, this is speculation, but it doesn't seem ideal that that, that Stuart Donald has, done, has made that sack in just after news broke of the takeover looking dodgy and it's... It might. This might not be the case, but this is how it looks. If that he's done that because he wants to distract from bad news and push it away from him, it's a very political move. That it, again, might. This is me just covering yeah, myself here. here. We yeah, we, we've we kind can't. of like revealed whereabouts we live here, so I don't want the <laughs> the Oxford mafia descending on Roker. Um But you know, it does. Look, it looks like a bit of a political move to kind of like ease the pressure off himself a little bit and you know I'm not saying that's the case I'm probably reading too much into it but on the face of it that is how it looks Um, and just before game as well you know it it just doesn't again what I was talking about earlier about that chaotic picture that's painted of the club that totally does that doesn't it it looks like it hasn't been I know Donald said you know it's a heartbreaking thing to do but it seems like it was just well we have to sack him now doesn't yeah. it?
1: Yeah, I think yeah, I think you're right, and obviously we we are totally like, but it 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 just look that because of the the short period of time between between the, yeah. the things. If that you're gonna coming. sack him, sack him on Sunday, on Monday. Know, and also, though, but like the, all of that that uh, takeover stuff, it was it purely rumors. Like that yeah. that was what yeah, yeah. came out. So like <clears throat> I think we I think we we a lot of people probably have looked at that and thought you oh, know right. Yeah. See where where this is coming from, but. We don't know that, and you would very much like to think not. Oh, damn! This takeover needs to happen.
0: You know, <laughs> we we can't be sustained like we are at the moment in league one and well, we need, we do need more investment. You know, that's Donald said that himself that we, we need more investment and he can, he can say everything he wants about, you know, us having the best travel arrangements for away games. But you know when you're a fan traveling to those games and you have a bad time, I don't care what the arrangements are like for yeah. the, you know, you're not thinking about that
1: when you're on the train back from Lincoln and we've just been absolutely well, pumped. W- really? The players on Saturday should have been made to get the train to Newark Castle <laughs> and then have to trudge across Newark to what well, the other one whatever the other one's I feel called. like that's something like Neil
0: Warnock would do yeah which, fine great
1: get him in um, but, but yeah that, that there's another thing about if you're visiting Lincoln and you're going on the main line <laughs> you do have to you do have to change in Newark and it it doesn't sort of reveal that you will be walking across the yeah. entire town yeah. to get to the other station which is Annoying and also irrelevant to the point that you are <laughs> making about the takeover and needing to go through. But I think you have touched there about um, we can't level out in this league. Mm. And I think that some of the, just moving slightly on to the, the candidates uh, mm-hmm. for the managerial yeah. role, some of the people that have been mentioned very much align with us levelling out in this league and being yeah. here forever. It doesn't paint the picture of, like, you
0: know, everyone says, well, we're in League One, we have to set our sights accordingly, and, you know, that is going to affect what type of manager you're going to attract, but we still do have to have the attitude of we're not a club who belongs in this division. You can say it's arrogant if you want, but look at the history of this club, and yes, we're in League One for a reason, but look at our stadium, look at our training facilities. This club... Isn't sustainable in league one and that's because it isn't a league one club we need to get out of it so we can't be just getting someone who'll just steady the ship so to speak you do that you want someone steady in the ship when you want to stay in a division yeah. and we do not want to stay in this division yeah. you know the candidate well there's, there's two strong candidates at the minute to mention because it's been reported that they are reportedly interested in the job one of which first came out today yeah. was Gareth Ainsworth which Right, fair enough. He's done a good job to get Wickham where they are. But for me, yeah. his track record isn't very good. You know, his his only promotion is finishing third in League Two and his Wickham side, let's not forget, we're in a relegation battle for most of last season. He's the type of appointment where maybe if it was made in the summer, I'm not saying I'd be a big fan of it, but I would be able to see the logic in it because, you know, he's got time to... Build what he wants to build, but he's not a shot in the arm appointment, is nah,
1: he? Well, the time for that was when we had Jack Ross Yeah. Exactly. Right? G- Gareth is what? Look, like I think you tweeted earlier. If if it is to be him, then then f- we get behind him and he's the manager. Oh, absolutely. Of, yeah, of course. At, at the football club and whatever, but it certainly isn't who I want as much I'd rather have Gareth Barker.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All the admin getting done behind the scenes. The ad- that to be fair, the admin would be would be ten out of ten. Um. But he's not going to be like... There's two things we need. Obviously, we well, three things. We need promotion. We need something to unify the fans. And we need a lift. You look at the division just on the suggestion of Gareth Ainsworth. And I know Twitter's a small sample size. But you've seen it today, people being like... It's a big split isn't it on who thinks it would be worth a go and who thinks it would be terrible. So you're not uniting the fans. No. You're not I know you can't guarantee promotion but there's nothing to suggest he would get us
1: promoted. Now we guaranteed promotion when we signed Will Griggs.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, guaranteed goals. How many now? 6.
1: <laughs> D- <laughs> don't, don't know. Em- Ember's barely but fluttering. That, that, to be honest, that I think Tom had, Tom Welsh from uh, the pod it, it said something similar earlier in the it resembles the striker, sh- the striker search we had in the summer. Yeah, I actually think if we, if we appoint Gareth Innes with it, it, it reflects the signing of Charlie Wyke. Yeah, and <laughs> that we've just we've just gone. Oh, who's top of the league? Who's the top mm. goal scorer in this league last season? And we'll buy him. Yeah, like uh, football and, manager. And, it? and yeah, the and game. It, I don't mean being a football. No, well, no, but uh, and. That obviously the signing of Charlie Wake, regardless of however many people are going to sing that song, hasn't worked because well, he isn't very good.
0: There's there's one thing actually. Um, you've touched on White. And you've touched on Grigg there. That ultimately, apart of, as well as the one one draws, that's what sealed it for Jack Ross, didn't he? He had two strikers, one of which is hugely proven at this level in Will Grigg, mm-hmm. and one of which in Charlie Wake has scored goals at this level. Yeah, neither both of which have been poor for Sunderland. You can, you know, you can say what you like about them, but they've not been they've not delivered on what they promised and what and what we needed them to do. And that's because Ross ultimately hasn't played to the strengths of either of them. And the first thing whoever this new manager is going to be when they come in, they have to do Choose one of them, because you can't play both of them together. No, it's, and, you it's, choose, it's, it's, and you choose Will Grigg. And you, you absolutely you choose Will Grigg. choose Charlie. No, Watt. you you don't. But, you know, let's just hypothetically say that he's looking at both of them. You choose, yes, I, I agree, I would choose Will Will Grigg. Build the team around him. I said this in the summer that Jack Ross either got to build the team around Will Grigg or he's got to sell him in the summer. He did neither. The manager coming in, in my opinion, that's exactly what he should do. You know, get him playing off the shoulder, get balls to him quickly. That goal against Bristol Rovers where Power put the ball to him in the semi-final, the checker trade. That that sums up Will Grigg. That's his yeah, type of goal. Yeah. Or, if you don't want to go with Will Grigg, you put Charlie White up front, you tell him to stand on the penalty spot for virtually 90 minutes. Which and, he will
1: do until you tell him to move. Yeah, because
0: he's not mobile, but there's one thing that he, that he can do... He can score headers if you put crosses into him. Yeah. If you look at his, <laughs> inverted commas, highlight reel for Bradford, it's just all crosses coming into the box. And we never put crosses into the box. So the new manager coming in has got to pick one of those strikers and just build the team around him, for me.
1: not for you. Well, I agree like, completely. I think and I would go as far as to say if, you, if a manager comes in, unlocks Will Grigg, will win the league.
0: Yeah. Absolutely, It is that that simple. And <laughs> the other manager that we're looking at has a track record of working with it Will does. Grigg.
1: And I, he, will also, he will also be aware that if you play Max Power behind, not necessarily right behind mm-hmm. Will Grigg, yeah. if you play them together, you will get results like you did at Bristol Rovers, which was the only time Powers played there yeah. with Grigg. Max Power, that performance against MK Dons, the really? performances
0: that we were seeing early last season... Like, They're two. They've you know, they've worked. We're, we're talking about Paul. I don't think we've actually said it's Paul Cook that we're
1: talking yeah, about. It's, yeah, it's not like an embargo yeah. on it or something.
0: <laughs> it was like we were kind of skirt skirt around it. Not the drummer from the Sex Pistols, as we've established earlier. No, some lovely puns. Some great I mean. puns, potentially. I've got them all in me drafts on, on Twitter at the minute. Uh, but yeah, he's worked with those two players. He's got a track record of promotion in League One. For me, that is, I would lean more towards Paul Cook than Gareth Ainsworth.
1: Pa- Paul 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 Cook would be my choice for the manager or the fella from Barnsley.
0: Yeah, Daniel Stenel again so he loves the he loves the pint. <laughs> Having a shot with the one last shot with the Barnsley fans the I other want
1: day. A manager that's gonna do that on the l on the touch line and before the game.
0: Yeah, to be fair, I feel like Gareth Ainsworth would do that but wouldn't Do you know what in a try no, hard it sort would be way.
1: it would be yeah, exactly. It would be in a way like Oh look. oh, look at him, he's great. Oh, his dad's really cool. One big worry with Gareth Ainsworth as well,
0: if we appoint him, is what's going to happen to his In Excess tribute band. Because I'm oh, guessing... this band then? I'm guessing all of his bandmates are based in the, the Wickham, the high Wickham area. Yeah. And, you know, they might have bookings coming up. You know, people... Christmas is on the horizon. Yeah, so people might selfish. have them booked in for their Christmas party. And what? that, from our perspective, really, that would be selfish, wouldn't it?
1: It would, and it wouldn't be fair. And I think I was actually reading about Gareth with bands over <laughs> on Wikipedia, and uh, he was in a band called <laughs> Dog Chewed <laughs> Dog- <laughs> the Handle, which was named after a Television Terror- <laughs> song. So I think that alone is reason to rule Gareth Ainsworth out of the running yeah. for being our next manager. But he might bring with him Mr Bean. Oh, moving!
0: So- <laughs> nice, nice segue. One thing though, on that Gareth Ainsworth thing, Stuart Donald will definitely think he's really cool, will not he? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: He'll be there, with the, uh, yeah. God, no, I don't even want to. If, it if was ever
0: sick, if there's ever a man who summed up jeans and shoes, it's Stuart Donald and Gareth Ainsworth <laughs> having a peroni in ZZ
1: Absolutely, what a picture What a picture <laughs> all, Slug and Lettuce all, all team Bonding Mills yeah, in the Slug yes, and Lettuce absolutely
0: uh, But yeah, we did ask for questions earlier The trouble um, is,
1: Gareth has tweeted about Gareth with And now all of the...
0: You've got to like the questions, that's why wow. You were in charge of the questions I was, a, yeah There's a lot of questions about Mr Bean coming through Which <laughs> I've had to rein Matthew in on his this, Bean if kick If you know me,
1: I do tend to get flavours of the yeah, month, and it's <laughs> currently Mr Bean. What else have we had? Max Power. Max
0: Power. We've never used the Qu- flavour of ever. Of, of ever, yeah. There you
1: you like...
0: Ever-presence in, 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 in an ever-changing world, aren't there? Yeah. Max Power, Fausto, I guess Becky, your wife as well. <laughs> like, yeah, <Third.
1: laughs> listening hi. I'll just say hello. She, she won't be listening. She won't. Well, no-one's listening yet. <laughs> <laughs> um... But yes, questions. (laughs) You did get some questions about Mr Bean. What became of Mr Bean's Pink Panther from his exam? Is that when he's, yeah, doing the exam? He became, I imagine, one of our many managers. Um, (laughs) Yeah, he did. I mean,
0: probably 500 to 1 on Paddy Power. They're like a banter selection, don't they?
1: Mr Bean's Teddy as well. What is the name of Mr Bean's Teddy? Well, that is probably going to be Max, I would say. Yeah, absolutely. The best... Mr Bean sketch this is the last Bean one that we're addressing <laughs> Richard Easterbrook says it's the New Year's Eve episode where he redecorates his room by putting firework in a tin of paint uh, I, I can't
0: remember that one I like the Hallelujah one I remember uh, watching that in school uh, once some people
1: have said that actually the Hallelujah one and I also for me just quickly thinking about Bean off the top <laughs> of my head it's the well the best sketch is in the film and it's when he ruins the painting of Whistler's mother yeah yeah Agree. Actually, and that's enough about Bean. I think um, if if Bean was installed as manager, would he play a lone striker or go for two up front? I think he's quite old school. I think he'd go for two up front. <laughs> that's a question I never thought I'd ever ask. <laughs> uh, I think he'd go with the the, the Spain from two thousand ten, where they didn't play a striker. Yeah, false nines, yeah, false, false beans, false beans. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I think I've lost. Anything it. else That's good? Anything else good? Um, we got asked something else, but I can't find the no, question. No, is... I've messed the questions up and now we're just talking about Gareth with again. Um, do you got, have you got any questions? For I've you? got no questions for you.
0: Um, well, I guess you did say that Paul, Paul Cook would be your pick for manager and I think I'm inclined to agree as well. But I kind of do want to sort of wrap it up on a word for Jack Ross. Um, again, his, his statement touched on day, really thanking the fans, which I know it's quite easy to do in a, in a statement that's been like quite written, but he could have easily been, you know, we've seen plenty of managers leave here and be and <laughs> this may come in the future. <laughs> um, but we've seen plenty of managers leave here and be quite petulant. Ross has always carried himself well. It's a real shame that's ended the way it has because he was, you know, he took us to Wembley twice. Yeah. Neither of those games went the way we wanted, but had we beaten Charlton or even beaten Portsmouth you know he'd been only one of three Sunderland managers who'd who'd won at Wembley which is and now I know that's football and it changes really quickly but it's a shame the way it's ended he seems really sounded. I'll hold him in in much higher regard than especially the three managers that came before him he came in to Sunderland at the worst period in our history. Mm-hmm. And he could have stayed... And everyone says, oh, you know, he was only managing in the Scottish Leagues, whatever. He could have easily just stayed on a cushy job at St yeah, Mirren. Yeah. And he took this job on at a time where not where no one else wanted it yeah. and not many other people would have came here and put in the application he did. You know, that stuff he said about, you know, five-a-side games where his coach and staff having to make up the numbers. He's right to talk about that because that was a horrible time for the club. And he's done the dirty work to potentially... Lay the foundations in for hopefully someone to take us up this season. And for me, yes, it's, it's ended poorly. It was the right time from a go. But I'll still hold him in, in high regard for that. And I hope that he, that he does become a success somewhere else.
1: I, I think he will. And I think it's easy to forget that well, he, he had one season at Timmering. Yeah. One season at Aloua. Exactly. It's his fourth season as a manager. He'll have some time away probably. He'll probably he could well end up with Barnsley. Yeah, yeah. He's been heavily, heavily linked with that. And uh, I wish him all the best. I'd i echo everything you said. He he's a good guy and you know. Someone uh, just to wrap up, uh, someone did ask us a question that wasn't oh, right, about okay. Mr. Bean. And it was how come we <laughs> <laughs> never knew Rory Delap had a massive long throw? I did say this
0: question, and I'm I'm uh, did he did he just say that because of my name being Rory, do you think? And my name like sort of I triggered two
1: two together, triggered
0: that in there. But Do you have a long throw? I don't have a long throw. I don't have any footballing ability, really. That's annoying, isn't it? But remember that goal he scored against Everton and then hit the post? It was the game John Stead scored his first goal. We drew 2-2 in the 15-point oh, season. Yeah. yeah. It was like one of the few good performances, and he scored a beauty. But maybe we didn't get to utilise his long throw because he broke his nose running into a, running into maybe, a teammate. Maybe.
1: It, was a, it was a 15-point season he was here, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Maybe we didn't have any throw-ins. Oh, yeah, True. Like so every time the ball we went, I don't play. think he had any corners <laughs> no. or shots, apart from those two mentioned. I think like he was
0: just constantly cursed when it involved Sunderland, didn't he? Because yeah, when he,
1: he... <laughs> it's not funny. Actually, <laughs> he terrible. broke his nose. <laughs> no, but then he went when he went to Stoke on loan yes. from Sunderland, and Roy Keane allowed him to play for Stoke, and he got injured and was out for the season. Yeah, he broke his leg. Like He just totally. Cursed. He must <laughs> must absolutely hate us. So Maybe then, that's when he developed his long throw. He had all that time on the sidelines. He couldn't do running, so he was just doing weights. <laughs> it's just a in a wheelchair he throwing, was just throwing the ball. Throwing was it Tony Pulis' his cap yeah, across the yeah. changing room for him. <laughs> Well, Pulis again, bring him in now. Well, it, we've not mentioned it mentioned him, but. That's probably a conversation for, for the pub which we're going to now. Yeah, more pints will probably descend into ridiculous suggestions such as
0: draw royal. Um, so we'll.
1: By the way, I'm banging the drum for draw royal. Before
0: we get into draw royal territory, we'll wrap it up there. Um, thanks for listening.